This is an RNZ podcast. Reporting on the COVID-19 crisis comes with a weight of responsibility for news organisations. Getting timely, accurate information on the virus could literally be a matter of life and death for some of their audience. Many outlets have taken that duty seriously, devoting airspace and column inches to experts like microbiologist Susie Wiles or the Otago University public health professor Michael Baker. Others, however, have turned their attention to a different group, entrepreneurs. And so I guess our concerns are, um, as entrepreneurs, you're very much data-driven. You're looking at these data points and you're wanting to take actions and also very much global. And so the concerns are really, well, how do we get ahead of this in New Zealand and really protect our economy uh, and make the best, fastest decisions um, before it's too late? That's Velocity founder Carmen Visilich speaking on Monday's episode of Seven Sharp. She was there to urge the government to close schools to stop the spread of COVID-19. That may or may not be a good call, and it was echoed by Michael Baker later in the week. But during the interview, Visilich raised a potential issue with her being a prime-time voice on how to respond to a pandemic. It's one of those things that is so unknown for all of us, and as I say, nobody, um, well, I certainly aren't an expert on in this. To the show's credit, host Jeremy Wells pushed back on some of Visilich's points after the interview ended, and a portion of the next night's episode was spent busting COVID-19 myths. I also heard that washing our hands is ineffective and we're just being told to do it because it makes us feel better and more proactive, like we're doing something useful. So people think a bar of soap, it's cheap. How can this be the thing that's helping stop the virus? This is the best thing. That was scientist Michelle Dickinson on Tuesday night 7 Sharp, making up for Monday night 7 Sharp. But even as that show was patching up its missteps, other non-experts were swarming into COVID-19 coverage in other media organisations. Given that you're not an expert in public health, why would your opinion and your voice on this matter? That's a fair question. I'm certainly not. I got eight out of 100 (laughs) new e-biology, so I'd be the last one to talk to about microbiology. I'm, I'm a businessman. I think I understand maths. That was Sky TV founder Craig Heatley beginning his interview with Kerry McIver on News Talk ZB with a startling admission. Heatley went on to confidently deliver eight minutes of advice on how to respond to a pandemic. Both he and Visalich were part of a group of entrepreneurs who wrote an open letter to the government urging it to toughen its efforts to combat COVID-19. One of their co-signatories was Nick Mowbray, the founder of the global toy manufacturer Zuru. He also snagged some prime News Talk ZB airtime on Mike Hosking's breakfast show. This situation is seriously serious. I mean, America just doubled its cases in the last three days. Mm. If you look at compounding, it only takes 18 steps to go from 3,000 cases to 100 million cases. To be fair to Mowbray, his company has business interests in China, where COVID-19 has been brought mostly under control and says he's seen some of the crisis response firsthand. But like his fellow letter writers, he ranged far outside his area of expertise, business, and into the realm of public health. So too did Trade Me founder Sam Morgan, who wrote a column for newsroom.co.nz on March 11, comparing the growth of COVID-19 to compound interest rates and predicting New Zealand could have more than 20,000 infected people within 60 days. When readers pointed out that Morgan has no relevant qualifications or expertise on which to ground that prediction, he penned another column responding to the criticism. Part of its introduction read, I choose to be a big boy, to be brave, to put myself out there, only briefly I hope, because I strongly believe New Zealand is not yet taking the full suite of actions we should be to limit this pandemic. 
Now, obviously, these entrepreneurs can, as Heatley puts it, understand maths, and they may even be correct about certain points. But none of them have the scientific expertise necessary to be held up as trusted, credible voices on what to do during a health emergency where accurate information can save lives. Neither really does a clinical psychologist and occasional TV host Nigel Latter, who appeared on the NZME station The Hits to back the government's handling of the crisis. Are you happy with the way the government has dealt with this? I think our government has done an outstanding job of, of dealing with this. I think what they've done is they've taken measured strategic decisions all the way along and what is a rapidly changing rapidly changing situation um, and they're, they're getting stuff right. Latter was also on Newstalk ZB on Wednesday because a Facebook post he wrote came to the attention of afternoon hosts Simon Barnett and Phil Gifford. Gifford, a long-time sports journalist, at least had a moment of clarity before the interview, telling listeners they shouldn't put too much faith in what he was saying about medicine. And in particular, don't rely for health advice on two guys that just happen to be sitting in a radio studio. (laughs) That would be good. If there was one redeeming feature in all this commentary, it's that everyone was urging a cautious and conservative approach to the virus. There was no such reticence from Martin Devlin, who used his ZB and Radio Sports soapbox last weekend to rail against the COVID-19 containment measures. This whole thing is just bat shite crazy. It is absolutely stark, raving bonkers. It is cuckoo la la is what it is. And I believe as fine as an intention it may be, it has as much chance of being achieved as young Thomas here does of actually discovering the vaccine. The truth and the bull. It's the Devlin Radio Show. To be clear, the Ministry of Health's advice and all the official data available points to self-isolation as being the most effective tool we have to stop the spread of COVID-19. Devlin went on to tell callers there was no pandemic. I do understand it, but you've got to listen. It's a pandemic now. You've got to listen to those I don't believe it's a pandemic. A pandemic killed almost 100 million people at the end of the First World War. That's a pandemic. Because because they let... They let ships come into New Zealand. They didn't have anything like we have now. No, no, no. What happened, Fran, is all of our good men and women were fighting overseas in the war and they came home like they did to every other country in the world and they brought the flu with them. I mean, you couldn't help it, could you? Football fan Devlin and all these self-appointed virologists, epidemiologists and public health experts could do worse than to take a page out of the book of Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp, who had this to say when he was asked how to respond to COVID-19. Look, what I don't like in life is that um, a very serious thing, a football manager's opinion is important. I don't understand that. I really don't understand it. It, 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 it can, could ask you, you are exactly the same role than I am. So, and it's not important what famous people, what famous people say. No, you have to, we have to speak about the things in the right manner, not people with no knowledge like me. One person who does seem to have taken Klopp's advice on board is News Talk's Tim Beveridge, who had this to say about the newly minted COVID experts on Thursday night. But when it comes to a, a public health issue, I don't really give a toss what entrepreneurs think. I, I don't, I don't, not sure what extra qualifications they have to be ad- advising on these things. Um, apart from in their chosen field, they have become successful as business people. That stance seems to be winning converts. Hosking's producer Glenn Hart made this concession about Mowbray in response. Hmm, it's an interesting point, isn't it? Um, I do wonder about people who sort of stray outside their specialist field of expertise to tell everybody else how to live their lives. I mean, he does do a lot of business in China, and yet that business is selling balloons to people. 
A good point, and hopefully a sign that more scientists and medical professionals will get the spotlight in future.